Not one, but two big pay-per-view events coming to the Valley of the Sun. We'll have all the breakdown for NXT TakeOver Phoenix and the Royal Rumble. The Double Turn Podcast starts right now. installment of the double turn wrestling podcast boss ross coming at you j man in spirit with us again this week as uh, he has his picks for both shows nxt takeover phoenix and the royal rumble the uh the first one nxt is taking place where raw and smackdown will be taking place that is talking stick resort arena and of course the royal rumble will be taking place from chase field where the diamondbacks play That'll all be taking place this week. The NXT show is Saturday. The Royal Rumble is Sunday. And, of course, there's uh, access this weekend as well. Raw and SmackDown. Talking Stick Resort Arena. Monday and Tuesday. And then that will be it for their Phoenix run. As uh, NXT will be back home at full sale. And, of course, they'll be on to their next destination. And uh, this is quite the event for the town. Anytime World Wrestling Entertainment comes to a big city. Especially Phoenix. Actually, anywhere. Pretty much takes over the town, especially with a big event like the Royal Rumble. And uh, boy, do we have a a uh, preview show today for you for again NXT Takeover Phoenix and the Royal Rumble 2019. We start with our news of the day, and that again, normally on pay per view weeks we just do uh, previews and predictions, but we do have a bit of news to talk to you about today. John Cena has been out with an ankle injury. And uh, nobody really knows if this is for kayfabe reasons or if this is a legitimate health concern. As of this moment, as I look at the uh, entrance into the Royal Rumble, uh, John Cena is still going to be in the Rumble. Uh, He announced, of course, on Monday Night Raw a few weeks back, the original plan was to have Lars Sullivan debut in the Rumble and him take out John Cena, and they have some type of program in which uh, those two wrestle at WrestleMania. That, of course, is not going to happen as of this moment, unless they've totally changed their plans with everything going on with Lars Sullivan, and now with uh, the fact that John Cena may be hurt. So uh, right now, it appears that uh, John Cena may miss the Royal Rumble. Of course, uh, for those of you that will be watching on the WWE Network or on pay-per-view, or for those of you that will be there live, like myself, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. It'll be a storyline thing. Who knows? Maybe he'll come out as entrant number 30. You never know. He may be. He may actually be a surprise, even though he already said he was showing up. So, by the way, uh, as we get into the predictions for the Royal Rumble, 20 of the 30 names for the men's side have been listed 23 of the 30 on the women's side. So normally, uh, there's probably going to be about five more on the roster that will not be considered surprise entrants. Uh, We may get some legends. We may get some returning people. We may get some debuts at the Royal Rumble. That's what makes the event so much fun in that you have so many different possibilities. But John Cena... Probably a 50-50 shot. I would think he's still going to show up. He may not do a whole lot. It may change his WrestleMania plans, uh, this little angle they're going with. So we will have to see what they do with John Cena. Also on the injury report, Alexa Bliss, she has officially been cleared, made the announcement she was going to be in the Women's Royal Rumble this week on Raw. That is very exciting. Hopefully, they've got big plans for her going into not only this event, Uh, but leading into WrestleMania season. So, again, there are are actually some good odds on Alexa Bliss coming out of this winning the Royal Rumble. Uh, She's kind of been a background player because of her injury status, and, of course, uh, she's kind of been, quote-unquote, running the women's division on Raw. So, I don't know if this is going to end up her going for a big title at WrestleMania, If she's going to be in the conversation for Elimination Chamber and maybe she'll have an alliance coming out of Royal Rumble, you never know. Again, it's easily the best pay-per-view of the year, not named WrestleMania. And I would argue a lot of years the Royal Rumble is one of the better pay-per-views of the year just simply because you don't know what's going to happen. It is one of the hardest events to actually pick, to actually predict, to actually wrap your mind around because there's so many different possibilities and there's so many different things that can happen at this show, not only in the undercard, but in the main events uh, that should be 
the Royal Rumbles this year, you would think. So, Alexa Bliss cleared. Also, Ronda Rousey says, or should say there are floating reports, that Ronda Rousey's last match will be at WrestleMania 35 in New Jersey. Now, here's the problem with that. She signed a three-year contract. She wants to start a family. She has been very vocal about that, and she thinks that now is uh, pretty close to being that time. And so with only a couple weeks into 2019, and there's a possibility that she may leave early. I don't know how that would work out. I would think with everything else going on with WWE that uh, there's no way she's getting out of her contract early. So I would think that that would not be the case, but perhaps the report of her three-year deal is bunk, and that is not true. So we'll get more information with that uh, as we go. So again, uh, John Cena, we don't know for the Rumble. Alexa Bliss is cleared and will be in the Women's Royal Rumble. And then Ronda Rousey, her last match maybe at 35, and we may see her for the extent of her deal. So we just don't know what to expect uh, going forward. That is your new segment of the day. We do not have a three-count or a show review this week because it is pay-per-view week and we have too much to cover. Again, the J-Man is uh, absent this evening. It will be me, but I do have his predictions right in front of me. We're going to do something different starting with this pay-per-view in that we are going to start keeping score, essentially, for our predictions. Uh, it's it's kind of something that we came together with a couple months ago, but we figured we start it with uh, the calendar year. Even though WrestleMania is essentially the uh, beginning and end of the calendar year for WWE, for the rest of us, January is the beginning of the year. It's also the beginning of the season on the road to WrestleMania. So the Royal Rumble is where we will start. So we're going to keep track of NXT and WWE predictions. And so uh, either one of us could make up a lot of ground if one person has a bad week. So we'll probably have some benchmarks that we set. I don't know what we're going to do uh, with for the winner. Maybe the winner uh, takes the other one. Uh, I should say maybe the loser takes the winner out to dinner. We may have to do that on the show uh, and see where we go from there. So we start with NXT TakeOver Phoenix, the first NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Feels like it's overdue, but at the same time, they haven't really been here since the TakeOvers have essentially been a big part of the company. So that being said... We do have a five-match card. I don't want to say this looks like a weak card, but it does look like a lot of rematches or a lot of matches that maybe people aren't exactly excited over. That's probably what the J-Man would say. Um, I don't want to say I'm not excited for the show, but I will say that there are some things about NXT TakeOver Phoenix that I'm looking forward to. For instance, the rematch for the NXT title. We have a brand new match for the women's title. Uh, We have a retread in the tag team championship match. And then uh, we have another singles match involving Matt Riddle. And then we have a brand new match for the NXT North American Championship. So we'll just start. I'll do my predictions and I'll give J-Mans. He would be here giving analysis with me. But that is what his prediction sheet in front of me is for. Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. These two have faced off now. Well, I guess this would technically be, would it be their second or their third match? Uh, Riddle beat him very quickly. And then I believe this is their second match. If it's their third and I'm wrong, then that's fine. Uh, But Riddle and Ono have had this feud essentially since Riddle debuted. Uh, Cassius Ono has been seen as kind of the gatekeeper. I don't know if that's really the correct term. He's just the guy that's lost in NXT that everybody seems to beat. Um, unless they plan on this thing going until WrestleMania weekend, which I don't know what that would do for Matt Riddle. Uh, Cassius Ono would have something to do that weekend, but I don't know how that improves Matt Riddle or what they're doing with Matt Riddle. So I would think that Matt Riddle is just going to pick up the win. I actually expect this, uh, to be closer to about a 10 minute match. I don't expect this to be quick. I don't expect it to be a knockout or a submission very quick. Uh, so I'm going with Matt Riddle to win this match. And I'll say Matt Riddle uh, wins by submission here. Uh, I see that the J-Man has also picked Matt Riddle. Uh, So I guess it doesn't really matter by submission or pinfall since we're not being that specific with the predictions as of yet. We may change that. You get bonus points for exactly picking it. But we'll just pick winners right now. So we are both picking Matt Riddle 
to take out Cassius Ono. We have a rematch in the Tag Team Championship match between the Undisputed Era, which as listed is Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, versus the War Raiders, Hanson and Rowe. Uh, these two teams have been feuding. They, of course, were at War Games. Uh, and then one of them got hurt. I always forget which one got hurt. It delayed their rematch since the War Raiders looked really good in that match. They won. Pete Dunn, Ricochet, and the War Raiders won the War Games. Uh, so we were expecting that Hanson and Rowe were going to get a title match. One of them got hurt, and now they're back, and now they're getting this match. Uh, as hot as the War Raiders were coming out of the War Games, I do not see them putting the belts on them. Uh, we had Heavy Machinery leave NXT. Uh, that was the only tag team that left NXT, so there is a bit of a gap to fill in uh, what they're going to do with the rest of the division. you got to keep Undisputed Era strong. you got to keep them on the belts. Uh, I still think the plan eventually is to have all four members have belts. I don't know if that's now going to happen because Bobby Fish got hurt and it kind of slowed everything down and it made Roderick Strong a tag team wrestler again. They may still have time to do that, but I don't know if you want to keep Adam Cole and actually that whole group down in NXT uh, for a long time. Of course, if you don't have a plan for them on the main roster, then absolutely keep them in NXT, and that plan is still valid. Uh, So I would have the Undisputed Era win whoever wrestles, whether it's O'Reilly or Fish or Strong or even Adam Cole, since Adam Cole is not booked on this show. Uh, I would have any type of combination. They're going to win. The numbers game will pan out uh, against the War Raiders, the J-Man agrees with me in that the Undisputed Era will win and retain the NXT Tag Team Championships. Shayna Baszler has been dominating the NXT women's division. She takes on a brand new opponent, Bianca Belair, who is undefeated. The EST in one of the worst gimmicks I've seen in not only the women's division, but in NXT. She's the EST. She's a strong EST. She's the BEST. She's the you know, fastest, it's dumb. Just say you're the best. How about that? I mean, it's not as catchy. Ugh, I'm the EST. Just say you're the best. No one no one cares. Plus, she uses hair as a weapon. How is that not illegal? Or if it's legal, then have other people pull her hair. Eventually, I hope the gimmick is her hair gets cut. That would be awesome. However, she did win a fatal four-way match uh, to get here. She defeated Io Shirai, Lacey Evans, and Mia Yim to get this match. She did win. She is facing Shayna Baszler, who uh, I will say, without question, is the best heel in the women's division. Fight me. Uh, her promos are getting better. Now she's got uh, the other horsewomen not named Ronda Rousey with her. Uh, so they make a nice little stable unit. I'll be uh, I'll be interested to see what they do uh, with the other two of the horsewomen going forward. Uh, I don't expect there to be NXT women's tag team belts anytime soon, but you never know since we're about to have WWE women's tag team belts. So the possibilities are endless. But I do think Baszler's winning this match. And the reason why I would not have Baszler lose now is because they're not doing the four horsewomen of WWE versus the four horsewomen of the UFC. They're not doing that match yet. So until you plan on doing that match, keep Baszler in NXT, and then you can call her up for that match, and then she can hang out and be on the main roster. She's proven that she's been a very competent heel. Uh, Again, her promos have gotten better, and she's doing excellent work in the division, and she's taking on all different types of competitors, and I love it. Uh, So I would have Bianca Belair take her first loss, it's not going to hurt her for her to lose to the champion of your division, someone you're also very high on. Uh, and either Belair can get her win back or she can win the title some other time. I just don't think it's now is the time uh, for her to win the title. And once again, the J-Man and I, great man, great minds think alike. Shayna Baszler is our pick to retain the NXT Women's Championship. The North American Championship, the NXT North American Championship, the champion Ricochet taking on Johnny Gargano or Johnny Failure or the guy with the weird punk rock music that comes out. Anyway, uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, or as I call him, Big Bad Tommy C. These two feuded uh, for most of this past year, and Johnny Gargano kind of lost it and became a heel. 
And so now Ciampa and Gargano are heels together. Uh, they're, they're, of course, not on the same page. And I still think at the end of the day, Ciampa is actually messing with Gargano because he is, again, one of the best heels in wrestling. And he's essentially broken Johnny Gargano's face character into him turning into this evil heel character. Um, Ricochet is a special talent. Uh, I do love the fact that he's been the NXT North American champion. He put together great matches with Adam Cole, with Pete Dunne, with both of them. And I think they're ready to transition him into a major feud for the NXT championship. And I think the way you do that is you continue one storyline in Ricochet's going for the big belt, and you have Johnny Gargano be your North American champion. I think it makes way too much sense. I'm picking Johnny Gargano, the heel Johnny Gargano. Who would have ever thought heel Johnny Gargano would win a title in NXT before babyface Johnny Gargano? It was thought to be unthinkable, unfathomable for that to happen, as Johnny Gargano was destined. He's putting on great match after match after match, and he never became the NXT champion. Well, the NXT North American Championship's right there for him, and then he can lose it to uh, maybe one of the guys in the Undisputed Era. Who knows? In, like, a triple threat. I don't know. Who cares? It's the progression of both stories. I like continuity. I like progression. And then you can have Ricochet go fight uh, for the big title, which I'll continue with here in a second. So I have Johnny Gargano winning the match as your new NXT North American Championship, or your champion. And the J-Man and I are once again in agreement in saying that Johnny Gargano will be the new NXT North American Champion. The main event of the show, Big Bad Tommy C, Tommaso Ciampa, taking on Aleister Black in what may be his final match in NXT. There are rumors that he's going to debut at the Rumble. There's debuts that he's, or there's now rumors that he may take Lars Sullivan's spot, and he may wrestle John Cena at WrestleMania. That would be awesome. And Aleister Black has done everything he needs to do in NXT. He is absolutely more than ready to go to the WWE roster. And most of the time when that happens, they lose their last match on their way out of NXT. And of course, Tommaso Ciampa is the best thing going in NXT. He's also one of the best heels in the company. And he needs to keep his momentum going. Big bad Tommy C. Tommaso Ciampa needs to retain his NXT championship. And uh, Aleister Black will put, will put together, maybe not match of the night. Maybe that'll be uh, Gargano and Ricochet. But Black is losing. He's going to lose clean uh, to Tommaso Ciampa. And then uh, if he debuts in the Rumble, awesome. He did his time in NXT, and he's ready. And with Ricochet losing the North American title, maybe getting a rematch, and uh, maybe Ciampa screwing him out of the match, and then maybe Ricochet down the road, maybe at WrestleMania weekend in Jersey, gets his shot at Tommaso Ciampa, and that's where you could put Ricochet over and make him the NXT champion. That sounds uh, that actually sounds too easy, but that is what I would do. And so, I have Tommaso Ciampa, I have Shayna Baszler, I have the Undisputed Era, I have Ricochet. I'm sorry, Johnny Gargano and Matt Riddle. The J Man agrees with me, so we will have one title change according to our predictions, and we believe we believe that Johnny Gargano will be the new NXT North American Champion. That is NXT TakeOver Phoenix. We move to the Royal Rumble match. And again, before I do that, I am very excited to be going to Chase Field, going to this event. Uh, The last time the Royal Rumble was here in Phoenix, The Rock beat CM Punk for the WWE title. John Cena ended up last eliminating Ryback. Yes, Ryback. He's no longer in the company. Neither is CM Punk. And The Rock showed up a couple times. But John Cena's still here. That set up uh, Rock Cena 2 at WrestleMania, where The Rock was the champion, and then uh, John Cena beat him uh, to become the new WWE champion and close that chapter of the rivalry as The Rock raised John Cena's hand. That was all the last time we had that, so that would be WrestleMania 29 in Jersey, so that would be six years ago, 2012. It does not feel like it's been that long Since the Royal Rumble was here, and and again, Jersey getting the uh, WrestleMania treatment. So, lots of possibilities 
for the men's and women's Royal Rumble and, of course, the undercard. And I've always argued that the Royal Rumble is the match where it doesn't really matter what your undercard is because your main event is the Royal Rumble. And now that we have two Royal Rumbles, last year the women's Royal Rumble closed the show. This year I anticipate the men's Royal Rumble to close the show unless they plan on doing something very special with the Universal title, which we'll get to that in the predictions, of course. But we do have presently a nine-match card. You heard it. Nine. This is not uh, this is not WrestleMania where we have 14, but this is going to be a very long show. As of this moment, we have two pre-show matches and then seven on the main card. That does not mean we may get a third pre-show match. We may also get another match in here. But as of this moment, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven title matches and two Royal Rumble matches. That sounds about right. Um, I don't know if we need seven title matches on this card. I think I would rather just have a longer Rumble or longer Rumbles, I should say. Uh, but I'm excited for this card. I'm very excited for this card, actually, and I'm and I'm very excited that I'm going to be there live in person. Then, as I said, uh, I recently obtained tickets to go to Monday Night Raw at Talking Stick Resort Arena the following night after WrestleMania, or I'm sorry, after the Royal Rumble. So I'm very excited uh, to have that two-day experience for the WWE. I've actually never gotten a chance to do that. I've never been to a Raw after WrestleMania. That's where my head was. I've never been to a Raw after WrestleMania. I've never been to a Raw after a pay-per-view event that I saw live. So this will be the first time I've ever done that. I'm 33, and I've never done that. So I'm actually stoked uh, to be able to do that. And it's in a town that I live in. So not only do I not have to uh, make additional travel plans and an extra night in a hotel, I get to stay here. And be able to broadcast for 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 everybody here uh, my thoughts and everything like that. Of course, I will have a blog up very soon in which we will be doing that too. That will have Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, and NXT, and predictions, and previews, and reviews. It's going to be awesome, everybody. I am very excited for this opportunity to be able to do this. But I hesitate and I halt no longer. It is the Royal Rumble 2019 Chase Field. A baseball stadium. They don't do this very often. WrestleMania 19 was at Safeco in Seattle. I don't want to say that this is the next event in a baseball stadium since then. That would be a long time to not do one at a baseball stadium, so I don't want to credit that as this is the first time since then. They've not done a lot of major shows at baseball stadiums. Uh, if you if, if you go back and watch WrestleMania 19, there is a cool aesthetic to that type of show in a baseball stadium instead of in a dome or in an enclosed uh, stadium or fully enclosed stadium, uh, there was a different feel to it. Now, I expect that part of the show, the roof will be open, and most of the show, the roof will probably be closed at Chase Field. So, And I remember for the WrestleMania that was here, which would be 26, uh, the roof was partially open. At Cardinals, or at uh, at the time, it was University of Phoenix Stadium, now it's State Farm Stadium, out in Glendale. Uh, the roof was partially open for that, and then they closed it. So I don't know if that was for the flyby or the fireworks or whatever. So I'll see the uh, aesthetics uh, going forward. And as of this moment, we are going to have a post-show, post-Royal Rumble, to go over our thoughts of the show. Maybe give some thoughts on the NXT show that happened on Saturday as well. Uh, and go from there. And, of course, this will be a live event for the J-Man as well, so hopefully he will be able to join me post-show. It's going to be a very long day, as uh, these shows always are. So we have two pre-show matches. We will start with the United States title between Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura. Rusev, of course, winning the title not that long ago. The the uh, United States, uh, it's it was the United States of Nakamura, or whatever it was called, didn't really go very well after Nakamura had his failed attempts against AJ Styles. So he won the United States title, and then Rusev uh, actually very quickly after the McMahons came out and said, what we're doing with the fans want, which is putting people in title matches and whatever that the fans want to see. And Rusev ended up winning the title. It was a cool moment. The fans really uh, got into it. They really popped for that moment. 
And I don't see any reason to take Rusev off the title. It's a pre-show match. Nakamura's not really doing anything. There's also rumor that he may be on his way out. Uh, So if your plan is to try this with Rusev and see if you can kind of reset Rusev going forward and you see him as a main player on either your Raw brand or your SmackDown brand going forward, uh, I just don't see any reason to uh, not have uh, Rusev. uh, You know what? I'm going to say Rusev wins via the accolade. He puts Nakamura in the accolade and Shinsuke Nakamura taps out. Your winner and still the United States champion, Rusev Machka. I love it. The J-Man has Rusev defeating Nakamura via pinfall, so I'm assuming the Machka kick uh, into a pinning attempt for the one, two, three. We both have Rusev. So we are six for six on picks thus far, ladies and gentlemen. Not a good start for counting uh, at home, although I have a feeling that uh, when it comes to the Rumble predictions, there may be some differing thoughts there. The cruiserweight title, we have a fatal four-way, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa versus Kalisto versus Hideo Itami. Buddy Murphy's been on a roll after winning the cruiserweight title at Super Showdown in Melbourne, Australia, winning from Cedric Alexander, who lost to, Ateo, who lost to Hideo Itami, as I have a tongue twister already. The interesting part I've had from this is they've let Kalisto cut promos, which is amazing because a lot of his live promos, he was awful. So I guess pre-taped, he's okay. And then for Tazawa and Itami, they had Kendrick and Davari cutting promos for them. So I don't know if they just don't have any uh, faith in Itami or Tazawa being able to cut a promo that, uh, that could be understood. I know that was a big problem with, uh, actually, it has been a big problem with Nakamura and Asuka. Um, more so with Asuka. Nakamura's gotten a little bit better, but I don't know what it is. They just, I don't know if they just don't have faith with them or maybe their English isn't as good. I just don't know. So I have a feeling Buddy Murphy's going to retain, although I do think the plan down the road is to put Hideo Itami on this belt. This would be a perfect excuse to have Buddy Murphy lose the title and not get pinned. I don't know if I'd take the momentum away since they just are now really pushing somebody like Hideo Itami. I do not think Kalisto's winning, and I do not think Tazawa's winning. I will say Buddy Murphy retains the Cruiserweight title, and I'm going to say that he pins Kalisto. I'm going to say Buddy Murphy hits Murphy's Law. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to say that Kalisto hits Selena Del Sol on Tazawa, and then we have Buddy Murphy hitting Murphy's Law on Kalisto, and then he wins. There you go. Meanwhile, Atami still stays strong because he's not involved. He doesn't take a finisher at the end of the match, and he's not pinned. There you go. Buddy Murphy is my pick to retain the Cruiserweight Championship and go on probably to WrestleMania season, uh, and we'll see... If it ends up being a Tommy, or it ends up being a th- a, uh, a uh, triple threat match, or who knows, maybe it's a suicide six-man WCW style, and then they change the match right before then. Thanks a lot, Spring Stampede 2000. Yes, for those of you that don't know already, my extensive knowledge of WCW, particularly in 2000, is absurd. It was one of the worst years ever, and I'm like, I, I remember all of it. Probably because it was so entertainingly dumb, but... I pick Buddy Murphy to uh, pin Kalisto to retain his Cruiserweight Championship. The J-Man has Buddy Murphy pinning Tazawa in the Fatal 4-Way. So, we both pick Buddy Murphy. 7-4-7. We've got the greatest tag team in the world, or the, or I should say the uh, the best in the world. That's their, that's their, we have the world's greatest tag team. That was Benjamin and Haas. The best in the world, Shane McMahon and The Miz taking on The Bar for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. They have been building up this storyline of Shane and The Miz, of course, won the best in the world tournament. It was really Shane that ended up beating Dolph Ziggler at the tournament at the event. They won't say anymore, but it was Crown Jewel. Uh, Shane McMahon won one match. The Miz won two matches, so they are together the best in the world. So Miz has kind of had his babyface turn during this time. 
And he finally got Shane McMahon to come to his side. Now they're going for the tag team titles against a very established team in the bar. Here's my problem. The bar have already been shown to not really be taken seriously. They've already lost to Braun Strowman and a 10-year-old. And they've already lost to the Authors of Pain via P-Joke. So what's to say that we can't just put the SmackDown tag team titles on two guys, well, a wrestler and a general manager or a part owner or another team where two individuals beat an established team? Why not? Because that's what WWE does. So we're going to see Shane McMahon do something really stupid. We're probably going to see The Miz hit skull-crushing finale on probably Cesaro. And we're going to see new tag team champions. We're going to see The Miz and Shane McMahon be the SmackDown tag team champions. We've already seen Rhino and Slater be the tag team champions. We've already seen the division on Raw be a complete joke. Why not just make the whole division a joke again? Because that's what WWE does. So I'll say The Miz pins Cesaro to win... So we will have new SmackDown Tag Team Champions in Shane McMahon and The Miz, and they better call themselves the best in the world. I don't want this to be, Shane McMahon and The Miz. Just call yourself best in the world. And then they can go to WrestleMania, they can lose, they can break up, and then they can feud. Because I'd rather they be in a tag match that the company really doesn't care about than be in a singles feud that's probably going to be given 15 minutes at WrestleMania. That's what I want, even though, the, even though we're probably going to get the other way around. That's what that's that's probably what we're going to get. So I'm picking the Miz and Shane McMahon to beat the bar and become the new SmackDown tag team champions. And what do you know? The J man also picked them as well. Amazing how that works. So we are now eight for eight in the same predictions. We have Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship, even though the news I said before that Ronda Rousey, her last match baby at WrestleMania, and she may still be the champion going into WrestleMania. Well, I'm here to tell you she is. Uh, She's going to put Sasha Banks in the armbar. I actually hope this is an entertaining match. I think these two can have a good match, but I could also see this being very clunky. Um, Sasha Banks, as, as much of a good wrestler that she is, she's also... I don't want to call her unsafe, but there are times where she looks like she's really getting hurt, which is probably getting to the point where she's a good seller, but I don't know how she's going to work with Ronda. So it's kind of a wait and see match. I mean, I think it's going to be better than Ronda and Nia, although I don't think it's going to be better than, well, actually, you know what? I enjoyed when Ronda and Natty had their match. I do, but, uh, I just I just don't know going forward how it's going to play out. But I do think that uh, Ronda is winning via submission because that's how she wins her matches. And uh, she will dispose of Sasha Banks. And then Sasha Banks will go on to the Elimination Chamber and fight for the uh, inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championships with her best friend, Bayley. So there's no point in her being the champion going into that. So And, of course, there's no reason uh, not having Ronda walk into WrestleMania as the champion And even if she has a match at Elimination Chamber, I don't see her losing before WrestleMania, if at all. So, I'm picking Ronda Rousey to win via submission. And the J-Man also picked that, so we are 9 for 9 We have Asuka versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We had a triple threat involving Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Asuka just at this last pay-per-view. And that, of course, would be TLC. And Asuka ended up winning. The J-Man was right. He picked Asuka. I thought he was nuts. I thought for sure they were just going to put the belt on Charlotte. But there is a master plan here. And even though Becky Lynch has kind of slowly become the babyface that I think they want her to be, and even though that character is still really a heel, I don't care if she's getting cheered. She's still a heel. So I think that the transition is going well. I hope they keep this up. I do not see any reason for Asuka uh, to lose the title that she just won. She can walk into either Elimination Chamber and or WrestleMania as the champion. They can figure out the SmackDown side of things to come, uh, whether that's somebody faces her at WrestleMania or 
Uh, whoever doesn't win the Rumble ends up uh, ends, ends up feuding with her because uh, somebody goes and feuds with Ronda that moves over from SmackDown. Hmm, I wonder who that could be. So there are options. I think keeping Asuka strong is the way to go. And I think if you want to progress the Becky Lynch babyface storyline, I'd have her lose. I would have her lose. Uh, it does not have to be clean. You could have... Uh, somebody get involved. Uh, you could have Becky Lynch do something where basically she's not losing clean. I don't see that. Um, I do think there'll be either nefarious means or there'll be a DQ. And, you know, I hate predicting DQs. But I will say that uh, I'll say that Oscar beats Becky Lynch. Uh, I, I want to say that J-Man's prediction is that Charlotte's going to interfere but it's not a disqualification. So if I get that wrong, I apologize. But we both have Asuka winning. So whether that's by DQ or whatever, we do think Asuka is going to retain her uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. So that, once again, makes us 10 for 10. Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, the best thing going on on SmackDown and probably the entire company, the feud that uh, is around catchphrases that are one word, fickle. Uh, extensive promos on the concourse area amongst the fans. The new Daniel Bryan versus, I guess, the old AJ Styles, but is becoming the new AJ Styles. So I guess it's the new Daniel Bryan versus the new AJ Styles, as dull as that is. So this feud, of course, uh, is the fact that AJ was the champion. Daniel Bryan uh, beat him under nefarious meanings. Became the champion. AJ got his rematch and lost. Vince McMahon slapped him in the backstage area. AJ then attacked him. He's now the more vicious AJ Styles. So there you go. The new Daniel Bryan versus the vicious AJ Styles. There you go. It's better. Even though every time I think of vicious, I think of Sid. Because it's Sid Vicious. So <laughs> I do not think AJ Styles is winning. I do think that he's probably... Not a dark horse, but I do think he's probably going to be a competitor maybe in the Royal Rumble. Maybe he shows up. Maybe he doesn't. Uh, That is something that I would like to see is him work twice, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I do think Daniel Bryan is uh, going to hit his kick, and I think he's going to pin him. by. uh, I I think he's going to get the win via pinfall, not submission. I think there's going to be several attempts at the, I don't know, will they call it the fickle lock? I don't know. Just the LaBelle lock, whatever it's called. It's not the yes or no lock. It's the LaBelle lock. Uh, And I think AJ's going to get out of it, and I think Daniel Bryan's going to uh, snap. He's either going to get DQ'd or he's just going to win. And uh, I've said before these two can feud till the end of time, so maybe Daniel Bryan gets a disqualification and retains the belt and we have another match. I wouldn't mind that, uh, especially if they do not have a set plan on SmackDown. So, but I will say that uh, Daniel Bryan, in fact, I will pick uh, AJ Styles to win via disqualification from Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan will still be the champion. So that is my official prediction. AJ Styles technically wins the match because Daniel Bryan gets disqualified, uh, but Daniel Bryan will still be the champion. The J-Man has picked Daniel Bryan to pin AJ Styles. So that is our first difference on the show's. I'm picking AJ winning by disqualification, and he's picking Daniel Bryan to win clean. And then we have probably the most uh, polarizing main event. Uh, Well, no, I shouldn't say that. It's an event that I think people are actually considering Brock Lesnar may lose. And I'm here to tell you right now, I just don't see it happening. (laughs) I mean... They've had so many chances to have Brock Lesnar lose. I just don't see why they would do this. It is Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor for the Universal title, or the Universal Championship, I should say. They've been talking up that Finn Balor, I mean, they've all but said Finn Balor is small, Brock Lesnar is big, and this is David versus Goliath. That's, That's basically how they've built this. I don't know if we're going to see Demon Finn. They have not advertised it. Uh, I want to say he's never lost as Demon Finn. This would be a good time to have him lose as Demon Finn. But I just don't know. I mean, here's here, here's what I'll say. If this match goes on last, Finn Balor's winning. 
because that would be bigger than the Royal Rumble on the men's side, whoever wins that. That'd be that'd be a bigger event. It would. I don't see them putting it on last. I see them probably putting it on before the Royal Rumble. I could see that happening as the, uh, well, I guess it would be in the dead spot, but it would essentially be the semi-main. And I think they expect this to be a competitive match. Brock Lesnar's last two opponents have been, uh, let's see, he's had, well, I should say, he's had matches against AJ and against Daniel Bryan, and I think the company has liked that. They like the smaller wrestler going up against Brock Lesnar. So I think we're going to see another 10 to 15 minute match. I think Finn's going to get his offense in. I do think that Finn Balor's going to come very close. I think he's going to hit his finisher. And Brock's probably just going to kick out of it. He's going to take Finn to Suplex City. He's going to hit an F5 and he's going to pin him. So my pick in boring WWE fashion, because I've been burned by this one too many times, I am picking Brock Lesnar to retain the Universal Championship and go to WrestleMania as the champion, and they've got two months to figure out who's going to beat him. Whether that's Finn, whether that's anybody, whether that's the Royal Rumble winner, whether that's whoever, uh, I think Brock Lesnar's retaining. I think that is a fact of life. And I think that's what we're going to get because if they weren't going to go this route, they would have just put Braun Strowman on the title and they didn't. And I understand that Finn Balor is not Braun Strowman, but Braun Strowman was still way more over than Finn Balor was because Balor was booked into oblivion and now they're deciding to change their mind. I wouldn't do it at this point. I would just commit to Brock being the champion going into WrestleMania unless your idea is to have Brock face off in a, you know, big-time marquee non-title match against someone like The Rock. I could see that happening. But until I see it happen, and until it happens, and until on the post-show I say I'm wrong, I'm picking Brock Lesnar to walk out of the Royal Rumble as as still the Universal Champion. The J-Man has picked Finn Balor. And there was an event where he picked two different world title changes, and I believe uh, he was wrong on both. I'm not the historian, so he probably knows better. But he is picking Finn Balor. And look, I get it. If this is your chance to put over somebody against Brock Lesnar and you're doing what, quote unquote, the fans want and your plan is to have Brock just be in a match at WrestleMania that doesn't have to be for the title, now would be a good time to do it. I would have just put Braun Strowman on the title and let him run with it and then maybe had him feud with, say, Drew McIntyre, that would have worked. That's probably the route I would have gone, and then had Brock do anything else, have him be in the Rumble, and then have him be in a WrestleMania spot against anybody. Who cares? Cena, Rock, it doesn't matter. Then you can do that, but you've already committed to this route, so I would just keep Brock Lesnar as the champion. The Women's Royal Rumble, the second year of the Women's Royal Rumble, has 23 names that are listed. I'm going to read them off very quickly. Carmella, she won the Mixed Match Challenge, so she will be entering at 30. We have Ember Moon, Natalia, Bailey, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Alicia Fox, Zelina Vega, Naomi, Mickey James, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Charlotte, Tamina, Dana Brooke, Lana, Nia Jax, Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans. And I'll have you know that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of the 23 names were announced on Twitter. Uh, one was in a backstage interview segment. What that? And then, of course, the rest were either announced on Raw or, of course, we had Carmella win the Mixed Match Challenge. So we have seven special entrants for this uh, Women's Royal Rumble. I anticipate we may see another couple names from NXT. I could see that happening. Uh, I could see some of the legends even coming back for another year. Um, And we may see people pulling double duty, although it appears... Oh, I do see that. See, Becky Lynch is not listed. So she's probably in it. They're probably going to have her work double duty. Um, Let's see. Sasha Banks is not listed. She will probably work double duty. 
just because, because they need to fill out a card. So I could see a couple NXT. I could see Becky and Sasha pulling double duty. And then, gosh, you could have just about anybody. I mean, you could have you could have Eva Marie come back this year just as a as 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 a as a cheap pop as 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 an actual payday. You could do that. You could have Trish come back if she wants to. Um, but I do think they need to pull out a, a, a couple of stops this year for the 30 women Royal Rumble. I would love to say that we're going to have a surprise win this Rumble. But realistically, I think it comes down to two people. I think it comes down to Charlotte, and I think it comes down to Becky Lynch. And here's what I will tell you, and I've had several conversations with several different people about the outcome and what is probably best for business. Realistically, if you want to do Becky and Ronda, then Becky just needs to win. She needs to say she needs to show up on Raw and she says, I'm challenging Ronda and I'm going to beat her for her title. Then you can do Charlotte and Asuka in a rematch. You can do you can have Charlotte somehow do anything else. I know the thought process is maybe you do a triple threat. The problem is I don't see logistically how you do a triple threat when two people are on SmackDown and the other one is on Raw and is the champion. So, unless the plan is to do Charlotte and Ronda at WrestleMania, which is a main event that they would love to do, and have Becky still do her thing on SmackDown and not have any payoff to anything involving Ronda because they didn't have her match at Survivor Series, then Becky Lynch is the choice. However, if you somehow want to say, okay, well, Becky Lynch wants to do her own thing and she's going to quit SmackDown and just go to Raw, then you can have Charlotte win the match and somehow we get a triple threat involving the three hottest commodities in your women's division, that being Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and Ronda, and you could have Asuka do anything with anybody, but that kind of leaves her out of the loop. So then it goes back to, what do you do? And in these cases, I I hate going the convoluted route. I really do. So I really do think we are just going to have Becky Lynch win the Rumble, and I think she's going to go to Raw, and challenge Ronda, and we're going to get that match. And then we're just going to have Charlotte and Asuka in a rematch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And then down the road, and and that way you split up Charlotte and Becky, you strengthen the Raw Women's Division, and then come the Superstar Shakeup, you can do whatever you want. So I'll go with the route that seems most direct, that seems more plausible, I will say Becky Lynch wins, and surprisingly, I'm going to say Carmella eliminates Charlotte in the last four. So my final four, here's here's who I think the final four is going to be. I think the final four is going to be Carmella, Charlotte, Becky, and I do think they're going to put Ruby Riot in the final four. I do think they're going to do that. I think they really have very high aspirations. I would have told you that either Sonya Deville or Mandy Rose would be in the spot, but ever since they started the Mandy Rose-Naomi feud, that ain't going to happen. And I don't think they're going to have Sonya Deville make the final four. Uh, So so my final four would be Charlotte, Ruby Riot, uh, Becky Lynch, and Carmella. And I would have Ruby Riot get eliminated. And then I would have Charlotte get eliminated. And then I would have Carmella get eliminated last. She's already going to be 30. You might as well keep her strong. So I would have Becky Lynch eliminating Carmella to win the Women's Royal Rumble and go to Raw and challenge Ronda. The J-Man has Becky Lynch eliminating Charlotte and winning the Royal Rumble. I don't know if that means that he's going to keep her on SmackDown or keep her on Raw. Of course, I'll get his thoughts. When he's here, but he is also picking Becky Lynch to win the women's Royal Rumble. You watch, it'll be like Lana. <laughs> I could see uh, putting Charlotte over and making Becky Lynch uh, keep that babyface progression going. 
because you've already said Charlotte can do just about anything. Um, I do like that idea, but I'm going with the less convoluted idea and just saying that Becky Lynch wins. And finally, the Men's Royal Rumble match. There are only 20 names announced. You heard right, 20. And here they are. R-Truth, Drew Mac- or, I'm sorry, R-Truth, who is supposed to enter at 30. The common con- the uh, the rumor is, of course, that he's going to walk out at 30 with Carmella, and that's going to be the joke, and that 30 will actually be available for the men's Royal Rumble. So as of right now, R-Truth is still in it. Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe, John Cena, Elias, Baron Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Apollo Crews, Andrade, Mustafa Ali, Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, and Randy Orton. We may see Bray Wyatt come up. Uh, We may see Shinsuke Nakamura because he would have worked on the pre-show. We may see somebody from NXT be in this match. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, we may see somebody from NXT. We may see somebody from 205 Live in this match. Uh, Legends-wise, I mean, they, they... they could do anybody. I mean, that is that is the cool part about the Royal Rumble. It could literally be anybody. So I'm not going to speculate on who I think uh, some of the special surprise entrants may be. Uh, I think we may have to wait for that until uh, maybe we get closer. I mean, this is already just a few days out. Uh, so we may see somebody in here. I do not see Ziggler's name on here. I would anticipate he's going to be in here. Uh, There are some other big names on this list that are not listed as of this moment. Um, I would think Braun Strowman is not going to be at this event. Uh, There, of course, have been rumors that The Rock may show up. You never know, I guess. Um, We may have just a legend show up. We may also have Drew Carey. Who knows? Um, Maybe maybe the uh, mayor of uh, Knox County, Glenn Jacobs, may show up. Or maybe Kane. Maybe corporate gain. I don't know, but that's what again makes makes the Royal so the the Royal Rumble so exciting, and uh, it's it's just awesome. It's just awesome when you have this possibility of anything uh, when it comes to the Royal Rumble. Here is what I will say: This is a very hard Rumble to predict. There are lots of different moving parts. Uh, I would have told you Bobby Lashley might have had a shot to do this until recently. Now he's the Intercontinental Champion, so I don't see him uh, being in this. But, I mean, he is he is uh, going to be in the Rumble, but I don't see him winning it, is, is my point. Um, they've really been pushing certain superstars. Uh, but here is what I will say. My final four of the guys listed, because, you know, I don't need a uh, Mr. Perfect coming in at number 28 and technically being one of the last five guys in. That would be weird. I can't really predict that. So even if I did and picked some legend to make the final four, it ain't going to happen. So here's my final four that I would do for this Royal Rumble. And I'm going to go a little different than I normally would because I do think that you can put over some interesting talent and put them in the final four. I do think Samoa Joe is going to make it to the final four. They have really been booking him strong. I don't think he's going to win, but I do think he's making the final four. I would absolutely have Samoa Joe there. I would put Seth Rollins there. Seth Rollins has been the ultimate babyface on the Raw side. I would absolutely go that route and do that. I know most of the time they like doing two guys from SmackDown and two guys from Raw, uh, but I don't know if they're going to do that this time. So I do see Joe, and I do see Rollins. I really think they need to put Drew McIntyre in the final four. So if Drew McIntyre is the other on the Raw side, I mean, you could go a number of different ways for who the last of the final four would be. I could say Dean Ambrose. I could say Andrade. I could say Rey Mysterio. I could even see Randy Orton. I could even see Biggie Langston. I could see I could see Jinder Mahal. I could see Baron Corbin. Strangely, though, I'm going to pick Orton. I'm going to pick Orton to make the final four. So my final four 
of the Royal Rumble this year is going to be Orton, Joe, Rollins, McIntyre. And I do think, I really do think, we're going to see Seth Rollins win the Rumble this year. All the cards are all the cards are in place. Everything's been laid out. Uh, I think he eliminates Orton at the end. Uh, I think maybe people want to see McIntyre last until the very end. But uh, I think we're going to see Orton go very far in this Rumble. I think he's kind of been lying in the weeds. I think we're going to see him do very well at this Rumble. And I think he's going to almost win it, only to have it taken from him by Seth Rollins. That would complete the circle there. That is what I would do. Uh, I do think that we're going to see if John Cena is in this position, he's either going to get taken out by Drew McIntyre or maybe somebody from NXT, or I could see John Cena going very far, but I don't know if he's going to make the final four. It would make sense. I mean, I could see uh, Cena and Orton being in that mix, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm sticking to my guns. I'm going Orton, Joe, Rollins and McIntyre, and I'm going to say that Rollins eliminates Orton to win the Royal Rumble and challenge Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania in order for Rollins and Lesnar to finally get their one-on-one match because technically Rollins took the belt from Lesnar by pinning Roman Reigns. So that continues that storyline. You can prop up uh, Rollins. You could have uh, him and Heyman cutting promos against each other. And uh, you could have the Kingslayer defeat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. That is your feel-good moment. We finally have a universal champion that's on TV every week that everybody loves. Burn it down. Seth Rollins is my pick for the Royal Rumble this year. The J-Man has also picked Seth Rollins. His final four are Rollins, McIntyre, Samoa Joe, and of course, he picks Andrade because that's his boy. It's not uh, it's not his real boy, Triple H, but he does love Andrade. I do like the pick. Uh, we do both like Rollins, McIntyre, and Joe. I just think they're going to put uh, Orton in there uh, just as kind of a, hey, uh, you're our guy right now on uh, SmackDown, really, to... Uh, to have that I could see AJ being in this rumble as well uh but who knows and he, he actually probably would have been my pick a couple months ago for him to lose the title and then uh, win the rumble and then uh, get right back into the picture but I'm gonna pick Rollins so as a quick recap I have Rusev defeating Shinsuke Nakamura and retaining the United States title Buddy Murphy will retain his cruiserweight title in the Fatal 4-Way over Tazawa Itami and Kalisto. I have The Miz and Shane McMahon becoming the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions, defeating The Bar. I have Ronda Rousey beating Sasha Banks via submission. I have Asuka beating Becky Lynch. Maybe not in the cleanest of ways, but she's going to win. She will retain her SmackDown Women's Championship. I have Daniel Bryan retaining his WWE Championship. But AJ Styles will win via disqualification and continue that feud. I have Brock Lesnar retaining his Universal Championship. I have Becky Lynch winning the Women's Royal Rumble, last eliminating Carmella. And I have Seth Rollins last eliminating Randy Orton to win the Men's Royal Rumble. I have Becky Lynch jumping to Raw to face Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. And I have Seth Rollins staying on Raw to take down Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship, the J-Man has Rusev, Buddy Murphy, The Miz and Shane McMahon, Ronda Rousey, Asuka, Daniel Bryan beating AJ Styles via pinfall, Finn Balor beating Brock Lesnar, Becky Lynch eliminating Charlotte to win the Women's Royal Rumble, and Seth Rollins eliminating Drew McIntyre to win the Men's Royal Rumble. That was the show, everybody. The Double Turn Podcast which can be seen on multiple platforms. As I said before, very soon, I'm going to have a blog up for this show that will have, of course, a Raw review, a SmackDown review, 205 Live review, NXT review, pay-per-view weeks for uh, NXT previews, predictions, pay-per-views. Of course, uh, the the regular WWE shows will do previews, predictions. And then we also have this podcast, the Double Turn podcast. We'll also do 
a review show. Royal Rumble is this Sunday. If you get a chance to go to Access or NXT or Raw or SmackDown outside of the Royal Rumble, or you're going to all of the events, welcome to Phoenix. It's a great town. If you've never been here or if you have been here before, you'll be able to enjoy it for part of the week. I've got friends coming in this week that will be enjoying at least part of this weekend. I know, uh, as far as I know, they're going to access in the Rumble. I, of course, will be going to the Rumble and Monday Night Raw. I believe the J-Man is going to the Royal Rumble. We are not sitting together, and as of this moment, he's going to Monday Night Raw with me. So that should be very exciting. We'll have a uh, first-hand view from Talking Stick Resort Arena for the Monday Night Raw uh, recap, of course, for that as well. So... The J-Man, of course, in spirit. He was not here with me tonight, so this has been Boss Ross. This has been the Double Turn Podcast. We Our next show will be after the Royal Rumble. Sunday night's going to be a long night for me. I'm going to be here for you guys. So I hope to have the J-Man. But if not, it will be me, but hopefully we'll have the full show. But until then, I will catch you on the flip side.